In this episode, I'll be telling you all about Marcella Hazan's Essentials of Classic Italian Cooking. The recipes that the McDoobies made this time include fried zucchini pasta sauce, crescentina, which is a Bolognese focaccia, and onion-sauced pasta. For the random chef facts, I'm going to go ahead and talk about Marcella Hazan because she's got a pretty interesting story. I'll have my favorite things, the book review as usual, and I'll let you know the rolling results for week 41. So sit back, relax, and enjoy episode number 13 of Rolling for Recipes. I'm Lubel McDoobie. Welcome to Rolling for Recipes, the weekly, really random, reality cookbook and recipe review show. I'm here to inspire, entertain, and encourage home cooks of all levels. So if your cooking could use the warm, funny, guiding hand of a real-life grandma, that would be me, Bluebell McDoobie. Join me here each week rolling for recipes. All right, let's get started. Right. Welcome back to Rolling for Recipes, everybody. It's been a couple of weeks. I'm sure that you're aware that many of us creators are having a difficult time finding that spark of creativity again after what the majority of the population in the United States feels has been devastating attacks by the Supreme Court on all women. So I'm looking for my bootstraps and trying to pull myself back up to a place where I can enthusiastically and joyfully present my goofy little rolling for recipes for you. So without further ado, let's go ahead and talk about Essentials of Classic Italian Cooking by Marcella Hazan. This is a book that's been in our family for quite some time, and Mr. McDoobie has cooked quite a bit out of it, and I have also used it previously for the bread baking section of the book. I decided to concentrate on the pasta section of the book because I've gotten very interested in learning how to make homemade pasta. I decided to make a very unique dish. It's called a fried zucchini pasta sauce. I think that's such an interesting idea for a pasta sauce and one that I had never even considered in the realm of possibility. Didn't realize that in classic Italian cooking that there might be something quite so out of the ordinary. So the dish was a fairly technical one. It started out with cutting the zucchini into very specifically sized pieces because Marsala is not one to tolerate any (laughs) kind of swaying from her instructions. So I followed them to the letter, which included cutting up the zucchini into two inch size little strip. And then the zucchini was put into a colander with a quantity of salt to let it weep and lose some of its liquid. The next step was to fry the zucchini in batches, a little bit of a long process to fry the zucchini. And then it's essentially this, the fried zucchini gets tossed with the pasta. And it was very interesting to have that kind of deep fried flavor in a pasta sauce. It was good and very unique. I I just... It was a very different kind of a sauce and one that I'm not sure I would make it again because it was quite a long process to to get it to that point, but it was very unique and very pretty to look at. 
If you want to check it out, I do have a reel on Instagram showing a bit of the process of how I made that sauce. Next up, let's talk about Big Papa's choice. He made the onion sauced pasta, which was really a caramelized onion pasta sauce, which was absolutely delicious. There's, you know, caramelized onions are so versatile and I, for one, have never thought of using them specifically to sauce pasta with. And that was very delicious. Super simple. Took a little bit of time to sweat the onions. Now, Marcella has a somewhat unique take on her opinion on how to sweat onions down to caramelize them. She has you start in a cold pan, no oil, a cold pan on very low heat to very, very slowly get those onions to release their moisture and then eventually sweeten up into that caramely brownness that we love so much. And it goes great with a salty Pecorino Romano cheese that Big Papa served on top of the pasta. Very yummy. The star of the week, however, was Junior McDoobie's recipe. He made Crescentina. That's C-R-E-S. C-E-N-T-I-N-A, and it's a Bolognese version of focaccia. And we learned from, from this book where when Junior was making this recipe, he was reading us the section all about focaccia. And focaccia comes in so many different forms in Italy. You can go to one region, ask for focaccia, and you'll get something completely different if you go to another region in Italy. So this one is from the Bolognese area. And it's a focaccia with bacon. Oh my gosh, it was so delicious. The most light, tender crumb, beautifully, just slightly salty taste from the bacon. Gorgeous piece of bread that my son made. And we served it with some beautiful fresh mozzarella, some beautiful little olives, and just ate it as an afternoon snack. It was very delicious. And there is a really pretty picture of that on Instagram as well. So three really good recipes from Marsala. I am pretty excited to tell you all about Marcella Hazan. That is one of the things about rolling for recipes that I'm really enjoying is that I'm kind of, I guess not forced, <laughs> but because of what I'm doing, I'm learning. I'm learning something every time I put together one of these episodes for you. So Marcella Hazan is an Italian born cooking writer. She unfortunately is no longer with us. She passed away at the age of 89 in 2013. She was born in Northern Italy in 1924. Marsala's books are credited with bringing traditional Italian cooking techniques to the U.S. and the U.K. And I want you to think about the era that Marcella grew up in. In Italy, she was born in 1924. And I picked up some tidbits from reading about her that I can see that she came from a well-to-do family because she did get to go to college and she earned two degrees. I'm not a historian, but I, I can't help but think that must have been kind of unusual back in those days for a woman to go to college and earn two degrees, one in natural sciences and the other in biology. And then she went on to become a science teacher. But shortly after, she got married and moved to New York City in 1955. She married a Italian-born, New York-raised wine writer. And that's why how she ended up in New York City. It was a much more traditional time back then, of course. So she was trying to figure out how to become that housewife 
that her husband needed her to be at the time. And I want to read you a quote from the intro to her 1997 book, Marcella Cucina. Because, as it turns out, Marcella Hazan did not learn how to cook when she was a young woman. And I love this quote from her. It says, and I quote, There I was, having to feed a young, hardworking husband who could deal cheerfully with most of life's ups and downs, but not with an indifferent meal. In Italy, I would not have wasted time thinking about it. My mother cooked. My father cooked. Both my grandmothers cooked. Even the farm girls who came in to clean could cook. In the kitchen of my New York apartment, there was no one, end quote. I like that quote because it kind of reminds me of my youth. Uh, when I was a young woman, I didn't know how to cook at all. And my poor husband did have to choke down quite a few indifferent meals. Luckily, that's changed. Well, back to Marcella in her New York kitchen. So she started teaching herself how to cook. At first, she focused on just, you know, trying to just look in Italian-made cookbooks. But she realized that she had a, a knack for remembering how things tasted. And she could just reproduce them. So I guess she must have just had this natural, intrinsic cooking talent. <laughs> So she proceeded to teach herself how to cook, started teaching other people how to cook in her apartment, eventually opened the School of Classic Italian Cooking in 1969, and published her first book in 1973. That one was called The Classic Italian Cookbook. And then she wrote another book in 78 called More Classic Cooking. Those two books were combined into one volume and it's the one that I have. It's called Essentials of Classic Italian Cooking. So it's those two early books from 1973 and 1978 combined into one volume. That's pretty cool. I really like that. Also, what I found was interesting was that she wrote in Italian and her husband translated it to English for her. Gosh, that's just a, quite a partnership there, right? So the famous Craig Claiborne said of Marcella, quote, no one has ever done more to spread the gospel of pure Italian cooking in America, end quote. She went on to teach courses at the French Culinary Institute. And in 2003, she was made a Knight of the Order of the Star of Italian Solidarity, which is an award given to expats or foreigners who made an outstanding contribution to the reconstruction of Italy after World War II. So that's just about all I could find on Marcella Hazan for now, but I think I want to try to find out more about her. There wasn't a whole lot of tidbits into her personality, but you can find out quite a bit about her, I think, from just reading her recipes, the way that she's so incredibly careful with her, the way that she portrays each recipe. And I'll talk more about that in the review. All right, on to letting you know about one of my favorite kitchen things. This was actually suggested by Mr. McDoobie, and he mentioned to me that he's really happy that we now have a dedicated cutting board to use only for meat. I'm sure that you've seen this in professional kitchens. They always have separate stations to keep from doing any cross-contamination with raw meat, at least they should <laughs> in, in, in 
professional restaurants, they should have a separate area for preparing raw meat. And that includes having a dedicated cutting board. We feel like we've elevated our kitchen game a little bit by getting a separate cutting board and only using it for raw meat. It's very comforting. In fact, Mr. McDoobie was mentioning to me while he was scrubbing away at the dishes, saying that he was really glad that he no longer has to worry about potentially poisoning his family by using a cutting board accidentally that has a little bit of yucky meat bacteria on it. So highly recommend getting a dedicated meat cutting board. Of course, it would make sense to get a red one, I guess, right? Color coordinated, color coded, I should say, for your cutting. Color coded cutting. There you go. You already know I'm going to recommend this book, right? Well, I still want to talk about though. Because I want to make sure that my listeners understand that this is a book that's a must-have. It's readily available. It costs around $20. And many, many people consider this to be a culinary Bible, one of the culinary Bibles. Not only are most of Marcella Hazan's recipes phenomenal, her style is so the way that she presents her recipes, she's incredibly clear, direct, and loaded with practical info. She's so specific. She'll say if she wants you to use a glass bowl and a wooden spoon, it gets a little annoying at times, but she generally has reasons for what she wants you to do. And I will say that it was her book, the book that we're talking about, the bread section that I learned that my sourdough could be having a reaction to stainless steel and I needed to use a glass bowl. And that's why I use a glass bowl now. So really the bottom line is that Marcella really knows her stuff. She's got a lovely writing style. Her recipes are inventive. For example, that fried zucchini. And that was just really inventive, right? And it's just a, it's a book that you really have to get. So you're trying to make sure that you have a very solid foundational cookbook library please get yourself a copy of Essentials of Classic Italian Cooking by Marcella Hazan. Very highly recommended by all of us McDoobies and really an essential cookbook to have in any home library. All right, the rolling results for week 41. Dun, 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 dun. Jack's Fish House. So this is a restaurant uh, cookbook. This is a restaurant cookbook from a restaurant in... Colorado. So we'll be talking about that next time. Now I want you guys to all realize that I am several weeks behind now because of the emotional responses that I just haven't quite been able to get over. But I'm working on it and I'm hoping to get back into the swing of things here and have a weekly show for you to enjoy. So keep on doing what you do. Take good care of all and see you again soon. Bluebell McDoobie, signing out. Ta-da! That wraps up another episode of Rolling for Recipes. Don't forget to follow Rolling for Recipes on Instagram. And also, you can email me at Lubell, that's L-U-B-E-L-L-E, at rollingforrecipes.com. You can also go to my website, rollingforrecipes.com, and subscribe. I promise, 
it's a spam-free zone. Ta-ta for now. Bluebell McDoobie, signing out.